For this amazing intro melody, Leon. Amazing. Wow. Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> That's me. Loud and clear. Hi. Hi. Welcome, everybody, to the Third Eye, fourth edition on beauty. This time we have special guest um, Anya with us. Uh, Leon Hello. is also here. You just heard his DJ set um, the last hour. Hi, Leon. <laughs> we, ho we hope it gave pleasure to your eye yeah. ears. Your ears. eyes as well. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. Ear. <laughs> All of your body parts. <laughs> <laughs> and Emmy is here, Petra is here, Hi. and I'm here. I'm Sophie. Uh, yeah, so should we start with introducing our wonderful guest, who is <laughs> Anja, Anja Mistukiewicz. Uh, she's from Poland. Hello. Like myself. Uh, and Anya is a BA uh, photographer and she's made a really interesting project. She's also part of our radio show. So we thought, oh, what an ideal situation to invite her <laughs> as a guest. <laughs> uh, and she's made a wonderful project that we thought was very uh, appropriate for today's topic, which is beauty. Uh, so maybe I'll just pass on to Anya so she can tell us more. Yes. Uh, hello. <laughs> so the project it's called My Friend Anna, and it's basically about uh, my relationship with eating disorders, because I'm still like struggling with that, and I think it's a huge issue to talk about in general, because like more and more girls are struggling with that, and not only girls actually. Um, so yeah, the pictures shows. Um, like Maybe don't tell us. Oh, okay. Because we okay. have pictures here, <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so I will just maybe talk in general. Um, so I decided to focus my anorexia to be in this like Barbie doll figure because I remember when I was once in therapy at the beginning of my like journey with the disorder that my mom said that it was like I was sick because I had so many Barbies when I was younger and then I was like playing with so many Barbies and it's like that's the reason why I got uh, sick in the first place and I remember it like it touched me so much that it like stuck to my mind uh, because like it was so ridiculous because so many traumas so many other stuff were behind the illness that like her saying it was just Barbies I was like oh, no 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 how old were you uh when I got sick, yeah, uh, I was like, I was around 15. It was mm -hmm. right before my birthdays. And it was like this, you know, middle age, school age. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> uh, where like many girls' bodies are changing because of the period and like puberty and everything. And I remember like I used to be very fit because I would dance a lot. I was uh, in a dance club for like 10 years. So I was always fit. I could eat whatever I want to, you know, not gain weight. I, I didn't even know what were calorie calories were, etc. At, at some point I had a knee injury. 
I had to stop dancing. And I kept just eating like the way I eat before, ate before. And then I started gaining weight also because uh, I like started the puberty. So I, I also was in this like changeable time. Mm. And I just like couldn't agree with that. And I know and I think that because like nobody also like, you know, talked to me at that point at that time that it was like fine you know that my body's changing and like it's not always going to be like uh, this little girl I, I was before because I actually I don't think I've ever had that conversation you know with my mom or like with mm. someone close to me mm. also not with, with your friends I mean you were the only one or no not really because like my friends would be very thin all the time and they would eat whatever they want to and be thin and like i remember it was something that was like always i was angry about like why all of these other girls can eat whatever they want to and they don't gain weight mm. and i do and y you I never talked about that you you, you didn't mm. ask her how how do you think about me or or how do you come that you stay thin and i don't or like well in our family it was more like we talked about it and I would always say like oh I'm so fat you know I'm getting fatter and like my family would always be like no don't say that it's mm. just muscles because you dance like you are not fat like end of on the end of conversation and that would be all mm. and you know I had like no help whatsoever being like you know this is normal or like you're gonna change or like or you can eat you know less or anything and I, I think this this was like also the problem. Mm. Also l later when I talked with my like therapist and uh, yeah the like in general, it was always like this thing that maybe it wasn't you know with a good approach from the start. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So so I think it's also very important to talk about it uh, for all of those young girls that they are like changing mm. now that it's you know it's not it's natural that they are gonna change they're gonna grow their their body is gonna become different shapes and yeah also but you were talking you, you went to a therapist because of because of this eating disorder um, and if you don't want to answer it just don't answer it but i was just wondering sh you were saying it's not the barbies that are behind uh, <laughs> the eating so there's yeah. obviously something else behind it yeah. <laughs> uh, i i don't know honestly because like there has been so many stuff behind it, I think, uh, because like, as I told you before, like we talked before the show, uh, it was also because I think, uh, and I don't want to be like, you know, rude to my mom right now, <laughs> but I think it was because my mom was so controlling over everything. Mm. So like the only control mm. I could have in my life at some point was my body and what I was eating. Um, but even that, like she was, such a control freak about food as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. for a moment, it was like a game for me when I started dieting, being like, oh, let's see how long uh, am I gonna be without food? You know, how long can I hide my food? And like all of that stuff, which is sick to think about it now. But also the pressure, I think, from social media, mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. though it was 2014 when I got sick, like so Instagram wasn't like that a big thing yet but I remember I would go on those like all pro Anna sites uh, with all of those tips and tricks how to not eat how to hide food uh, and I would go into like oh I remember it so much like we heard it you know like this tumbler yeah kind of thing. I remember we heard it oh my god yeah. every girl had one yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. I would like go and we heard it and like type skinny girls you know or like yeah. what is we hearted it's like it's 
literally like Tumblr. Yeah. So you, it's like a device to find images. And I actually remember that so many, I think it was some scandal that so many people used yeah. it for like pro anorexia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I had a friend who did the same thing. And how would you use it for pro ana? Like you would just type in like skinny girls, or like bro Anna even, like straight yeah. bro Anna, and you would have like all of those skeleton girls, like very thin, like newly dying girls basically. And using them for inspiration. Yeah. Okay, okay, and wow. oh my god, and they were like pictures with like <coughs> skinny bone people and being like one like, one skipped meal or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you like put this picture on your board and you get likes, then you have to skip so many meals that the, uh, the amount of likes you got. And I remember, like, my board on We Heard It at some point would grow so much from all of that stuff because I was liking it. Mm. So it was already, like, coming to my board. And I remember at some point I had, like, 500 followers. And I was like, fuck. You know, like, Making and, like, encouraging something that was killing you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at what point did you realize um, that this is not good for you or not healthy for you? Honestly, I <laughs> I still <laughs> don't really realize that, <laughs> to mm. be honest. But I think at some point in therapy, uh, but it's also like stupid because I remember I would be fighting with my therapist because she would be like, oh, you have to gain weight because you have to get your period. And I was like, no, like I, I don't give a fuck about period. Like I, I don't like this. I don't need this. I don't want to have kids. So why? And then she was like, yeah, but if you're not going to get your period, your testo- testosterone is going to grow. Oh. And then you can grow beer, you know, you can <laughs> change wow. all of okay. And then I was like, fuck, no. I, I think she was <laughs> wrong, but I think she was right about hormones because they regulate yeah. your body to stay healthy. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's, it's not about testosterone it's about uh, having a healthy body yeah but maybe you know it was like she tried to warn yeah yeah maybe she she knew that if she's gonna say something that i'm gonna change like you know into this masculine woman that maybe that would (laughs) you know change something in my brain and it did because i was like oh no i don't want to have beer (laughs) 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 so i was like okay so my goal is to be healthy and also, like, I, I would be in and out of hospital mm-hmm. and I just knew that if I'm going to get period, I will be done with the hospital and with all of those stupid doctors. So I was like, OK, let's just get the period mm-hmm. and be over with. So I started, like, eating to to, to gain weight to get the period. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's like with the hospital, it's also the thing like they still consider anorexia and like eating disorders with weight mm. and like how much you weight which is also very stupid because then they would have like girls and they would have to gain weight until like they're 50 kilos Mm. Mm. and now they are fine you know and it's like for them they are cured yeah you have in the netherlands you have this special um anorexia um hospital kind of thing i guess it's in amsterdam Uh, and and they really say it's a uh, multi-faceted problem it's 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 and that's why it's so difficult to cure because it's about a weight but it's also because about for example like you wanting to have control over your body instead of somebody else um it's about not not being accepted as a as the person who you are or all those kind of things so so much uh problems related to uh, to this eating disorder that it's it's very hard to to um cure because it's not only as you say not only the food Especially not only the food, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it's kind of, you know, also like addiction. 
I remember when my therapist also explained it to me, like you at some point get addicted to dieting. Mm. And like, I can really see that because even when I was doing the project at some point, I fell back into my old habits and I would stop eating. And at some point my friends uh, noticed that there was something wrong, you know, and that I was uh, losing weight as well. And my friend was like, you have to stop, you have to eat. And again, I got this feeling like I cannot, you know, I cannot force myself to eat. Mm-hmm. How old were you then? I mean, when you get your period and started uh, to lose weight again? Oh, well, like what I'm talking about now is like when I did the project. So it was like <laughs> a semester ago. Uh, okay. You were triggered. <laughs> you were yeah, triggered yeah again. I, w- I was mm-hmm. triggered. Ah, wow. Well, okay. yeah. But like well, when I gained weight for the first time, it was actually an accident as well because uh like how my doctor explained it to me was my body just had enough of being like underweight mm-hmm. and at some point when i gained a little bit of weight and my, my hormones would like start working a little bit uh and my body noticed that i had like i started eating like normally or like regularly at some point i would just gained out of nowhere in three mm. months 20 kilos Oh my god. Whoa. Yeah. And it yeah. was like a big shock because I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't eating that much to gain that much. And I remember on the other hand my family was like, "Oh, so you're cured. You're good, you know? You you gained your weight. Yeah. You are going to get your period. You're eating normally." But in my mind, I was struggling. I was struggling even much more I think that I was before because suddenly I lost, you know, the the understanding from my family. Yeah. yeah. And mm. this is also what I wanted to show like in the project I, I did with those pictures that you don't have to be skinny to be to be sick because it's all all the time in your head. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing it <laughs> with us. I it really resonates with me. I I have so many friends who struggle with that and I think I think I also struggled in a way and I'm just wondering how does it make you feel to talk about it publicly and I kind of imagine being a spokesperson for something that you're also struggling with yeah yeah well like it's not hard for me to talk about it because when i got uh, like sick and i started my recovery i also started my instagram account with like a recovery pictures so like it was out in the open from the start so all of my friends were following me, my family, and I noticed that many girls from like around my area, from like my hometown, who didn't know me personally, at some point they started reaching out and be like, thank you for sharing your story. And like, I'm also oh struggling. Wow. And then, you know, I noticed it was like, wow, it, it's nice to be like connected in, the, in this way because we understand each other. Mm. So I also, did last year a publication about my story but more from like this documentary way so it also unlocked many emotions and it was also Mm -hmm. easier for me to talk about it after so like right now for me i feel like it's also sort of um, like a goal in my life to be like you know the voice that i can help others Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. like i get you guys like Mm. whoever is struggling i'm like I get you and like mm. I'm gonna talk about it until everyone's gonna understand that it's like a serious issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one thing that um, I noticed when I looked uh, through the picture you posted on Instagram um, is that you, 
are emphasizing every time that I it has nothing to do with how you look at this point because it can still be in you and um, I was wondering um, if you take now the role of the voice or also having like or sharing your story very publi publicly publicly um, do you get um, reactions uh, like that just blaming you for not being skinny enough to talk about this um, Oh no, no, like on the opposite. Like actually so many girls reach out to me uh, within this project being like, wow, thank you for showing this. Thank you for doing it, you know, this way because this is exactly how I feel. And it, mm. it, it, those girls weren't like, you know, all together at once, but I would get those messages every other days from different people from different sides of the world. Even like recently, I got a message from a girl from, I don't know, Colombia, I think, mm. in like Spanish. And I had to <laughs> translate it and be like, yes, gracias. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't speak Spanish. So nice. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I was like feeling, wow, you know, like it's yeah. it works. I, it really helps others. So, but this is something I myself been like thinking all the time, whatever I would like post those stuff, I would have this thought being like, Am I being a hypocrite that I don't look skinny and mm. I talk about that stuff, you know? Like you need to be a certain, mm. like you need to be certain thing to classify a certain yeah, thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Yeah. Mm. And even though I want to talk about it, I, I want to stress this uh, issue. I still have those thoughts, you know, and this guilt being like, oh, but I don't look skinny enough. Yeah. And an eating so disorder yeah. is not uh, solely anorexia. You have um, obesity. Of course, that's. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you also mm. have, it, it's having Difficult relationship. With difficult relationship with yeah. with, yeah. with, 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 with your body, I guess. Yeah, with your body food and food. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah. I also had to think about because you you were talking about um, uh, social media, but um, in the old days, so to say, we had Twiggy, which was in the sixties. Yeah, you probably don't. I don't know her either, <laughs> but she was one of the first models who was very thin. Oh. Um, so in the seventies and the eighties, we said uh, it's all advertising that is to blame for female mm. or women who wants to be thin and then you have this heroin chic models i don't know if you know them this heroin look of those um, yeah. very famous uh, yeah. fashion models so it's 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 not only from social media but it's from from media and the pressure for yeah. how we women i'm talking about women i mean there's much m um, more and more men as well but um how women are um, forced to look yeah 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 i think so i'm even I was reading on the Christmas break this book about like 90s. Uh, it's like a Polish author, author, like really good book about like the music industry, film, uh, advertisement as well. The the start of like this supermodel uh, like uh, yeah. stars, I would say, and like how the body uh, had a huge uh, also influence in all of that. So I think like it started already from there. Or even yeah. from like before, mm. yeah, 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 like this yeah. very thin, and just like continue for like social media and now Instagram, yeah. And like also, I noticed that even though we have the body positivity uh, movement now, and it's like you know talked about to being like yes, that all of the size matters, I still feel that it's like still the pressure is on being skinny, you know. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, but it's um, like. Yeah, but I think it's also it takes some time to to change. I mean, it's something mm. that has come up in years. Um, it's it, it it takes years to change it again, and we need voices like you and like like other 
yeah, yeah. people to to say that it's it's wrong to uh, well, uh, to put it that way that you sh just to yeah. tell what 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 the consequences are. Um, yeah. One question, because it's like one thing to change, um, like theoretically, your idea of um, what is a beautiful, perfect body, but the other thing is like uh, the the perception, which is like something you have not so much control about. Um, would how would you say is your perception of a beautiful body at the moment? Oh my god, like for me myself personally like the way I would like to look like, because I don't really, okay, it's gonna sound really bad, but I don't really care you know, about others. You know, As long as you're a good person, I don't look really at, at how others look like. But for me personally, I still really want to be skinny. And I know that this is still an issue mm -hmm. because I, I'm not gonna be that skinny anymore as I w used to be. But I still, for example, have lots of clothes from like my anorexia years being like, okay, one day I'm gonna be that skinny bitch again. <laughs> You know, and mm. it's like, yeah. So it's like it's still beautiful for, in for your perception. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. But I know it's it's wrong because it's you know this sick looking, uh, skinny type. But yeah, like if I look on other girls or like uh, people around me, I just like I love when people are smiling, and this is you know enough for me, <laughs> for someone to be beautiful. I don't really need you know anyone to look a certain way. So you you would not um, look at other bodies and see another very skinny person and s think oh this is beautiful or a person that is like not skinny at all and think oh this is not beautiful. No no no. Yeah. When you think about it yourself that yeah you're only beautiful when you're thin. <coughs> yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah. But I I still think it's just my sick mind mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. the sick mm -hmm. mind yeah. part of me. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's really. We really need to like honor that because it's so difficult to talk about these things. I personally could go on and talk about this for hours. I was thinking, <laughs> should we describe the images that you brought? Because I think yeah. they're so interesting. Yeah. And they also, um, we uploaded, uh, I think, two stories where you can see a bit and you can also go yeah. to Anya's Instagram account. What is your Instagram account? Uh, it's Anya Mashukiewicz. <laughs> I know it's <laughs> to really make hard it easy. to yeah. <laughs> but um, it now Instagram yeah, still, but we can still describe yeah. some yeah. pictures because they are, um, yeah, they're really nice. What I especially like about this picture, because I mean, in all of these pictures uh, is, is you with blue hairs and your friend Anna, which is also played by you, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Um, blonde hairs and per, uh, pink clothes. Um, so like, you can really see the c the reference to Barbie, mm. and I think it's amazing the poses that you take uh, with uh, in the role of your friend Anna. I was wondering if if it's like for me, it's like I don't know. Somehow it reminds me of a mother, of a controlling mother. <laughs> I don't know if if, yeah, if you had like this in in your mind. I think it's amazing how you staged it. Um, s super authentic. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was uh, unconsciously done because, like, I saw the Barbie figure as being like this, you know, very judgmental uh, girl behind you, being like, mm -hmm. "Oh, you you weigh too much, or oh, you eat too much." But I've never really thought about this as a connection to my mom, because, mm. like, yeah, she's she's still controlling. But yeah, maybe this is like you know this unconscious decision in my 
uh, mind. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it has maybe, yeah, m mom, or it could also be coach and also, yeah, like oh the, yeah, the controlling yeah, friend yeah, behind you. So I have, for example, a picture in my hand where you see um, Anna um, on a... How do you call this? Balance? Weight scale? Weight scale. Weight scale, scale I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 weight scale. Yeah. <laughs> on a weight scale. Um, and in front of her is um, Anna, yeah, with the hand um, on, on the waist and controlling the number of mm. the weight. Yeah, 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 kind yeah. of. I have an image that's extremely green and it's outside of a house or a building, maybe. And there's uh, a person that I imagine is you and you're smoking a cigarette and you look quite rebellious and quite <laughs> casual. I don't know, I really like the way you look. And then there's this friend, Anna, and she she's just came out from the house and she <laughs> she's just <laughs> she looks really <laughs> disappointed in you. Or uh, <laughs> I see her as she's this friend who's kind of or like motherly figure or some controlling figure, I don't know, but she looks very much like, like, you know, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I have a different idea for you. I, I think it's a really great picture. Thank you. But and it's very funny because uh, like she, she was supposed to be seen like, oh, you're smoking, good, you know? Oh, really? Because <laughs> yeah. Because it makes you thin. If you, yeah. if you smoke, if it keeps you thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. stop smoking, you grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because smoking kills your hunger, so it was Yeah, like it does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, as an ex-smoker, or isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it? Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coffee and cigarettes, yes. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, don't do that. That's, that's bad for your body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the last one here in front of me is um, you kneeling in front of the fridge and your alter ego, um, the Barbie, is standing behind you in a pink shirt, um, no no uh, trousers on, having something. You're staring in the fridge, obviously being hungry and, and wanting to eat something, and she's standing behind you uh, with, her, with a weight scale or something like yeah. that and weighing food and mm. saying, as I interpreted, saying uh, to you, don't eat, this is enough, um, and you shouldn't take anything out of the fridge because that's too much for you. Yeah, that yeah. It's again this controlling alter ego kind of Barbie mom thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. In a kitchen, a white one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just remembered the when you said about the coffee and cigarettes that there was this thing like this diet about just drinking coffee. Mm. I remember there was this woman who I was really impressed with and she she looked amazing and she was a dancer and then she said like oh I'm on this diet of like black coffee. Just oh remember. Yeah, we, we had this in, in the Netherlands we had this famous famous uh, a biker Leontine van Morsel who was he, she even uh, became um, Olympic champion world champion. And she only ate back then one uh, slice of lettuce, and then she 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 did all kind of championships on that. It was just oh it was just yeah. We were like, what the heck? Yeah. Mm. About yeah. coffee, like I, I I can say something because I remember as one of my tricks to like kill hunger was to drink a liter of coffee a day, oh basically. Yeah, like I would I would take like a liter of coffee without sugar milk, I suppose. Without anything, of course, yes, of yeah. course, just black. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I would gi take it to to school, like throw off my sandwiches and just drink the coffee because it would make me feel full. 
but after a time it really also it's bad for your stomach mm. and it makes you you know produce like more more as acid mm -hmm. inside and I remember you start trembling didn't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah trembling yeah. and I couldn't sleep yeah mm -hmm. yeah I remember I once told it to my friends what I like used to do and he was like oh my god like this is so so bad because it's also like coffee like m masks you know this hormone of like sleep or like the tiredness mm -hmm. melatonin yeah, yeah 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 and then if you have like too much coffee in you it's like super bad for your body because mm -hmm. then you feel all the time tired mm. and i remember i was like fuck yeah yeah mm -hmm. like i can understand it now <laughs> yeah but back then i was young and stupid there's no magic substances right no no no, no. Well, maybe they are. Okay. <laughs> just should stay healthy. Just eat healthy. Yes. And that's, <laughs> and um, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's time for a song. I guess. Yes.
Garbo and Monroe, Dietrich and DiMaggio, Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean, on the cover of a magazine, Grace Kelly, Harlow Jean, picture of a beauty queen, Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance on air, they had style, they had grace, Rita Hayward, Madonna with Vogue. I don't know if you uh, recently checked her. Uh, that was another song coming through. I don't know which one that was, but that's okay. Uh, I don't know if you recently checked her um, Instagram account, but just do it. Just look at that and see how you relate to it. Because when I was looking at that, I was like, who's this girl? We're not uh, sponsored by Madonna. I just not at all. <laughs> not at all. But she, she as we, we were looking at it right now, and we showed, for example, to Leon. And he was like, "Who's this?" And we're like, "This, it's Madonna." And she, she, she used to be a kind of role model for us, being a kind of strong-headed female, having a middle finger to society, like "fuck you." I'm, I look the way I do. Um, and well, what do we think of her now? God, it's so difficult to. Um I don't know. I have a memory with Madonna I want to share. I <laughs> Madonna <laughs> came to Poland once on what? a huge concert. Yeah. Oh. And I, of course, I couldn't afford it. I was a very early teenager. But my friend was going with her family and her mom broke a leg on that day and she couldn't go and they had a oh spare ticket. So I went on a Madonna concert, which was amazing because uh, she was like, there was this... Uh, tour when she was like build a cross on a stage and it was super controversial and Poland wasn't didn't even want to invite her and only invited her under the condition that she's not going to crucify herself on the stage and she managed to not crucify herself but still kind of <laughs> crucify herself wow. which was amazing it was, <laughs> it was just huge yeah. huge influence what do I think about her now yeah it's, it's just uh, w uh, um, what 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 signal does she give to to the rest of the world how we women should look or or mm. is she impressed by 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 society now that she's like uh oh i can't look old because then i'm over so i need to look like this young girl etc i'm just i'm i i just don't know i i, I think it's more very like personal for her i don't think like it's really you know related that if she's gonna look old she's not gonna be famous anymore because like mm. she's such a huge icon right now and like i think that in poland there is a still like a big fan club of her because we Everywhere, have this like i think it's all over but would yeah. it influence i mean uh, for example in, in uh, oh we were talking about your your eating disorder would yeah, it would, yeah. would the way she she's looking 
now? Would that have influenced your... Because you were talking about social media, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I, I think so, because uh, she is kind of this... Uh, unreal beauty right now because this mm. is all fake like she's all made up so i think that yeah when you're getting older you kind of want to you know still look very beautiful and everything so she she might have this influence but like this kind of toxic influence mm -hmm, mm -hmm, on, mm -hmm. on young people but i just think it's first of all i just also want to say that it must be so incredibly heavy to be an influence of you know, like to be even yeah. regarded as a person that everybody's looking at you. And then like now we're having this conversation, what kind of messages she's sending, but then she's also a human being, right? So I think, but on the other hand, yeah, I totally understand how, but I think it's like, okay, Madonna is doing this, but I think the stigma of, you know, a woman being have to be young and beautiful. It's sure, sure. It's, yeah. It's it's also, someone so said uh, something that um, she's an icon, and I think this is an interesting um, term because icons don't age; they're like timeless, mm. or they're like yeah, they they look like they look forever because they they stand for <laughs> how they look, and yeah. maybe this is also a problem if you're an icon. Know that um, maybe she wants to stay that way but i just wanted to say that i find it a bit wrong to blame her yeah, actually yeah, for sure, for because sure. i think I, I think it's in general like i don't know which shaming it's it's just wrong because it's not it's not about her uh, behaving wrong it's about a society yeah. giving her the feeling that this is what she should yeah. probably it's look exactly. like or be like yeah. or yeah I also had to think about, Ren uh, I don't know if you, you, you know what happened to Renee Zellweger. It was a few years, uh, it might have been e even more than 10 years ago, but she, all of a sudden she appeared again um, on the red carpet and she had uh, plastic surgery and everybody was like, who's this? And then um, uh, uh, looking at her older picture and new picture and like, oh, she completely changed and blaming her for having this uh, mm. plastic surgery. But then you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, for example, who also did a lot of uh, plastic <laughs> surgery, and nobody's blaming this guy. So yeah. that's that's what made me so angry. I mean, yeah. why are only why are only women blamed to 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 look as society obviously describes you to to look? And I also think we need to remember that people like Madonna or like being an actress or a musician, it's such a specific. Um, environment right like even mm. when i think i don't know it's probably because anna is sitting next to me so <laughs> i'm thinking about like polish references <laughs> now but in poland i think we have so many of this like musicians and then they're like these icons like we said earlier and then they grow yeah. old and it's very different to look at the woman artists who go old and the men artists who go old it's a very different there's so many jokes and so much stigma around that um so I don't know, maybe it is some way of dealing with it, right? Like staying forever young, but can you can you do that? I don't know. Yeah. You can't. You, you, you grow can't. old either yeah. way. Yeah. Well, Madonna <laughs> looks younger than me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she only looks younger than you. But that's what you were saying, that she, she is, um, well, yeah. But I, I think that's the thing, that we should like appreciate, you know, all of the stages of yeah. life and like being old and like getting old. It should mm. be praised and not just staying young because... Yeah, it's just sad. Yeah. But the, the the difficult thing is, I think that beautiful uh, or beauty is connected to um, youth mm -hmm. and to femininity. So uh, I mean, men are 
men are handsome but not beautiful so of course you can still be handsome when you're old but (laughs) 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 very hard (laughs) or i think it's not so common to to call like yeah elderly women beautiful necessarily then you see like say like oh she's um i don't know and also looking or still well in shape (laughs) 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 but but this is so so strong connected to to the image of the young woman and um also someone else said like what does it mean for an artist um a female artist then to yeah be beautiful i i think it's not only related to be be an artist but i think it's in particular it's, it's especially interesting to talk about that because i was wondering when we were preparing all this or talking about all this show if we say beautiful to women and handsome to men um what about their art so is the art is the art of uh, women also beautiful and the art of a man not or is, does it also count for because I mean uh, for a long time women were not participating really in art world they were just in the artwork itself so mm. obviously it was beautiful back then but I mean nowadays I think it's so interesting that you're saying that I'm, per- I'm personally super interested in this topic and I think I'm I'm naturally drawn to beauty I like beauty I think it's a you know, the feeling of awe is something that can bring bigger things in life. And it's just, there's no accident that we, I don't know, that like spiritual places look the way they look. I think, oh my God, there's so much I want to talk about. But I think also like if you're a woman and you're creating things that are beautiful or you look on you're expected to, I don't know, maybe let's talk more about art. So if you're creating things that are beautiful, <laughs> it's kind of like you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're kind of... But I just wonder... you. Uh, I just c- kept stuck with one of your senses. I love beauty, which w- something like that you were saying. Um, and I was just wondering, but what is beauty exactly. and beautiful? Mm-hmm. And and um uh, definitely, it's like a huge question. And I think it's actually not defined, right? No, and yeah. that's what it makes yeah. it also open and powerful. But I think um, and dangerous at the same time. Absolutely. But I think there's something which you can say it's like teasing or something attractive, maybe or something. I think we can all kind of, we can't define it. And I think maybe trying to define it is not even going anywhere, right? No, no, yeah, right, no, no. But, <laughs> but, but then saying like, we can agree on like, you know, beauty as opposed to ugly, maybe. Like these are the kind of definitions. Anyway, what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, and when the man creates beautiful art, I think it's so different, right? Like when a woman does it, it's like, oh, you're doing what you're, and it's kind of bleak. It's not... You know mm. what I mean? And if a woman doesn't create a beautiful art at the same time, like things that are expected or like perceived as beautiful, then it's also problematic. And I think you can talk about that a bit, right? Yeah, well, the, um, what what I, I had this experience um, at, sc- at the Photo Academy where I was studying that um, they, they say they don't look at your visuals um, with beauty in their mind, but they looked at my visuals like well we don't like it and I'm like wh- why not and yeah. so this implicit message I'm I'm m- my visuals are not perceived as a beautiful in- uh, uh, um, yeah. you don't hang them across your couch to put it that way I'm just <laughs> as one of my teachers told me and I think that is a real good way of, of approaching your work if what you want to say uh, connects with what you make then it's then it's good then it's 
uh, and you should look at work like that. What what is your message, and does it come across with your visual? Yeah. And if it does, then you can. For me, it means you you make good work or beautiful work, whatever way you would describe it. Yeah, but that's the question now: is it does beautiful m meant good in your case? Because beautiful for me, it's not necessarily connected with good or bad art. So I, I would even say the opposite. I think for me, if something is beautiful, it or if someone says art is beautiful, um, it's sometimes almost like um, an insult because it's... Oh, yeah, sure, sure. It, no, but what, what I meant is that uh, the teacher <laughs> said... The teacher said um, it depends on uh, if whether your intention matches with what I see, and if if they if they if they match, then it's then it's okay. And whether you can call it beautiful then or good or or I don't mind what what kind of term you 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 put on it, uh, but then um, it's about those two things matching. Yeah, but, but I mean this can happen so. Something a picture could be incredibly ugly, but still a good picture. No? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but th but then the question still is, uh, as, as the same as when is what is beauty and what is what is mm -hmm. ugly. So so I I tend to to avoid those kind of terms because I I, I it means nothing. It, it it ends the conversation. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. No, I don't think it's, it's I think it's ugly. And then it's conversation <laughs> is over. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I think I, yeah, I was makes sense. I was reading this article that but uh, by Susan Sontag. Sophie sent it to us earlier, and I think it's so interesting how it's actually important in art, right? Because in the past, beautiful defined art, and then something happened in art, like it was kind of getting old, and then you change this word. So I think to say that this word, like just to not use this word, it's not. Because it is such thing, right? I mean, we can define it, but we can, I, f I believe we can feel it on some visceral level. And then now we have the word interesting <laughs> and the art became interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because to calling something beauty oh is uh, beautiful is like an insult. It, it means like, oh, it's um, superficial. Um, it looks good, but that's it. This is like more or less what she's yeah. saying yeah. in the essay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. called An Argument About Beauty, yeah. if anyone wants to read it. Um, yeah, and then the new thing is um, interesting. But I don't know. Um, I mean, this counts for art, but or like for, for an art discourse, I would, uh, would say, because this is like people engage with art, talking about art. But still, like as everyone, we walk around and sometimes we see something and think it's beautiful, no? It's like nothing. It's not that this term is away or this perception is away. It's just like... Mm -hmm. but it, I think you're touched by something and then your 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 first reaction is oh it's beautiful um and if you start to unravel wh what this why you're touched by it or why you think it's beautiful i think that is um that is the, the important part and and um then you 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 step away from beautiful or not beautiful but why does it talk to you yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I was thinking of um, what was the last time that I thought an artwork is beautiful. And to be honest, the last artwork that I saw that was beautiful, oh my God, it touched me so deep, so, so deep. It's a short film by um, Marga Monk, I think, called Dear D. But it's like not 
beautiful in sort of visual. I don't know. It it does not look beautiful. It's not mm. a beautiful film. It's basically a screen reco record. Mm. It's just like somehow I don't know the content or whatever. And I would, I don't know. I would disagree. It's not that there's something behind it. It's like the feeling that I get the thing in itself. Yeah. It's just it touches you. It's it touches yeah. me and it. it it's touching me because it's beautiful, yeah. To me, it sounds like you're talking about maybe the feeling of awe. And I think the feeling of awe is, I was reading a lot about it recently, and it's, I'm really interested because it's this idea of experiencing something bigger than yourself or like something that touches you on like a different level than maybe intellectual. And I think this is a nicer definition than beauty, right? Because, but why? What, what is so wrong about beauty? <laughs> I think we used we use the word beauty. I think the problem with beauty, that's my opinion, is because we can't we struggle, right, to find a definition now. What what does it do? Like it's kind of and I think the problem that we can't find a definition is why it's problematic because then a group of critics found like created a definitions critics or whoever, like whoever decides these things. And then we also have the idea of what is a beautiful woman. Like there is a universal I'm a beautiful ideas. woman. <laughs> I'm also a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> we all are beautiful. We all are. Leon, is, all Leon is also beautiful yes. and yeah, he's not a woman. You. Leon, <laughs> is your art beautiful? My art? Um, well, I, I think I make more like design. Oh, uh, is your des design beautiful? <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. There's, so a, there's also <laughs> some part of me that still quite uh, wants... Um, yeah, to send a message, but also to make a visual impression. This is what I, I think it's maybe also what you said, uh, the, the ah, the feeling of ah, that yeah. you yeah. kind of, yeah, encounter it and then, uh, yeah, it gets amazed or this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I but I noticed what is also like maybe problematic about beauty is that beauty for everyone is different mm -hmm. and like same with like women or or like art like for example for me beautiful art doesn't mean also the fact that i can understand it mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. i mean like i remember that there were so many times where that i would just like look at the art and would be like wow it's so beautiful but i had no idea what was there like what yeah. was happening yeah. what is it the picture of i was just like wow and you only you have know. this word beautiful to describe it, but yeah. it's but yeah. isn't this yeah. fine? It's also okay, no? Yeah. I, I think it's totally yeah. okay if you yes. just look as, at something. I want to emancipate beauty because I think <laughs> it's so easy to say like, oh, something's beautiful and then it means it's vain or empty. <laughs> and I mean like, come on, if you make something ugly, that doesn't necessarily mean it's deep and interesting, you know? <laughs> like, it's, it's not that simple. No, no, no. Definitely it's not. Yeah. You, of course, you can have beautiful <laughs> and vain things, but it's, you know, it yeah. can be so much more than yeah. that, rather than just saying, like, oh, it's beautiful, it just must be so empty. And I think that yeah. happens with <laughs> women as well, right? Like, you say, oh, she's a beautiful yeah. woman. Yeah. And yeah. 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 yeah, on the other hand, just a little sidestep from beautiful women, I've <laughs> been listening to, to, no, it's about beautiful women, but in another way <laughs> we're listening to a podcast of all the women um, and they felt sad because they were not whistled at anymore so i think uh, i've listened oh to no. the same podcast yeah so they so they they were like i'm not beautiful anymore because they don't whistle anymore <laughs> and they and they they <laughs> they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they think out also being whistled <laughs> at is yeah. a sign of men 
think you're beautiful and i was like you oh my god what i, I get so uh. aggressive when people whistle yes <laughs> they don't whistle really but, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> you know this is so sad because like why women feel not beautiful because they are not whistled by men like why yeah. they're not and feeling why? just beautiful mm. because they are beautiful just as they are without you know approval from men and even yeah. more problematic i think is the connection between the value that you have and your beauty because this is like the capital of women being beautiful because yeah. this is like your function in society or i mean this is yeah. what society tells you is your function yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so of course you feel like it is not valuable anymore if people would not tell you that you're beautiful yeah. anymore yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. by the way you should like watch legally blonde i did it oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no really 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 because it's right this beautiful blonde girl everybody thinks she's beautiful and thinks as what you're saying she's stupid she yeah. has no brains yeah mm-hmm. but well i'm not i'm not um uh, well you probably have seen the movie because it's not like one, the but cliche it's of the of the beautiful yeah but uh superficial stupid woman yeah mm. but it's well that's I, i'm just just go and watch the movie but i wanted to respond to something you said that this is something subjective because mm. um of course on the one hand it is a very subjective thing what you think is beautiful or what not but then we also have beauty standards which mm. um i mean uh actually the problem of why uh, many women are struggling with their bodies but also in arts we have beauty standards no because we have a canon um telling us who um did good art who did bad art in the past we have like juries deciding on we have like Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. see like that certain works or certain trends are yeah yeah, 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 going on at the moment so (laughs) there is like this um and I think it's interesting because, yeah, on the one hand, it is subjective, but then on the other hand, how much control do we really... Uh, and I, I think control is the r- wrong word, but... But I think it's yeah. also depend on uh, if you're in Europe or in South America or in Asia, what the beauty standards are. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think it's very culturally... Um, along cultural lines Mm. and it changes as well right like now i remember when i was young i'm still young but (laughs) when i was like (laughs) early early teenager (laughs) oh my god i'm so old and i remember i was like i was so skinny and my grandma was all the time saying like oh my god you need to eat more because how are you going to find a boyfriend which is let's forgive to my grandmother right now she's (laughs) a simple village woman she meant she really just wanted to get me to eat but (laughs) (laughs) but you know for her it was more beautiful when a woman was you know more fertile and bigger and oh yeah but i i can recognize that i think it's also like a very cultural thing because like Mm -hmm. i remember when i was younger and my mom would brush my hair and then i would like scream because it would would, like a lot of pain for me i should be like in order to be beautiful you have to feel pain i heard the same yeah like in polish oh god i hated it yeah. yeah 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 and i was like w- why you know and like there's always been like oh you have to be you have to be this way or this way because then boys are gonna like you and it's like oh it's been like from the start when you're younger it's been like being taught taught yeah. Taught, taught, taught to you. <laughs> oh, I, I had once a very strong reaction on that when I was 13. I think that was also, I think, a moment where I realized that as a woman, um, you yeah, you often be valued by your 
appearance yeah, yeah, yeah. and I got a love letter um, which was actually super Aww. cute but mm. the <laughs> in the letter the boy was just like constantly mentioning my hair <laughs> and <laughs> how beautiful my hair is and that Amazing. he loves me and I don't know I got so angry that <laughs> it's all about my hair and <laughs> I just I yeah I I sent a very angry letter back and I cut mm. my hair <gasps> which is <laughs> but yeah. I mean of course that was not nice that but I mean poor boy but still I think it was just like a very very strong reaction to this feeling of um yeah I also I also have a hair story so I went on Erasmus <laughs> <laughs> I went on Erasmus to Portugal and I'm blonde and everybody was very excited by the fact that I'm blonde well in Poland it's very normal right yeah. and then it's again this cultural exotic thing so I was just I just went to hairdresser and I told her to dye it like really dark and she said I can't do it I can't do it <laughs> And she called another hairdresser who came and did it uh, then for uh. me. Did you like it, your dark hair or what? It wasn't about liking. I honestly don't care. Was it wasn't beautiful. I am <laughs> 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 no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure it was in some way, but it was more like this act of rebelling of yeah. like, hey, I don't want to be, you know, yeah. like no, what you see me. Just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so wh when we were preparing um, our show, we also, um, uh, Sophie said it on our WhatsApp group, we have a long thread of our WhatsApp group. It's actually um, a nice discussion as well. Anyway, we were talking about, um, she said, well, there's another topic um, she would like to talk about, and that's beauty as an aesthetic uh, strategy, because uh, she wrote, she had a teacher at her uni uh, that had a term, girls photography. <laughs> Oh so please, Sophie, girls yeah, photography, yeah, so tell us. Yeah, there is. There was this one teacher in our school. So, um, actually, I avoided him, but I had a friend um who studied with him, and uh, yeah, she got told, and many other girls got told that they should better not take girls, uh, girl photography, and girl photography was, yeah, a specific type of aesthetic which other people would maybe call beautiful this were beautiful images just um yeah just imagine beautiful photography um because what was um better back then was like i don't know for example very aggressive mm. uh, flash and show uh, i don't know like bob hornstra photography maybe more bruce gilder and yeah bruce gilder yeah yeah and that kind of that term was also adopted then by other boys also like mm. calling out yeah boys in uni yeah. back then calling out like i don't know this is like girls photography or mm. and it became a term and this is so i don't know horrible because it, it this term is strongly connected to um beautiful images so in my school what people would call beautiful images was the same kind of images um that other people or the same people would call girls images mm. Okay. And that means, like, this is also, it's not only about the aesthetic, it's also about, I would say, maybe, like, um, the content, like, intimate pictures or pictures that contain flower, I don't know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so also, are you saying that you were taken serious? Uh, a serious that that the content you were making and and you being a photographer as a, as a uh, woman, a female, um, were not taken uh, serious? Is it also what uh, lies in that term? I think, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think definitely that means like, or 
you would uh, get this comment um, because if you keep on doing girls photography, people would not take you serious mm. because serious pictures look differently. They are like um, direct, uh, objective, uh, not intimate, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. And then there's like Alex Sauce doing exactly this. Yeah, I think Alex Sauce pictures would be like a good uh, example for what um, girls pictures are mm. where because then Alex saw doing this especially like this latest work I know how furiously your heart beats or yeah yeah like super I I mean I don't I don't like this work actually it's uh, I, I think this is for in my opinion also a bit cheesy but this is like <laughs> when he's Example. doing this this was uh, then okay and he was such a cool man doing intimate uh, sensitive uh, portraits and before totally. that but it was girls pictures what yeah, was on the pictures on, on, on which pictures last project yeah oh uh, it's not even what's on it i think he mainly photographs people but people it's more houses. the way he photographs them yeah. it's kind of very gentle and intimate Sorry. and yeah. Yeah. beautiful colors again i use this word soft colors soft colors yeah. And yeah. yeah yeah but okay. the images are beautiful honestly yeah, they are yeah. beautiful yeah. but I this is maybe also the problem yeah with this whole term now yeah it annoys me so much because i i always took sensitive looking images because i'm a sensitive person and then <laughs> i remember when in the beginning when i was um, learning photography i was doing this project about light and it was i was looking for this moment i don't actually remember what it was so much but it was like set of images where my main focus was light and discovering this moment of like coming out of darkness light whatever Anyway, and then I went on a workshop that I was very excited about. I went to Warsaw and then I had this uh, workshops with this photographer. And then it turned out that this photographer couldn't come and another photographer came. And he was a very pragmatic journalist guy who made some war images. <laughs> and he looked at my images and he said, honestly, I don't know what to tell you. You could go around the block now three times and take 50 more images like that. Just, you know, taking beautiful pictures of leaves or uh, your hand or something like that. And I remember, because I wasn't confident back then in photography, I was completely devastated. I thought that I created something shameful that I shouldn't <laughs> show to anybody. And honestly, fuck you to this guy. I don't know what's his name. I don't even remember. But how horrible. Come on, yeah. like going to war doesn't make you better than me. Yeah, but the, the, <laughs> the awkward thing is I, I had exactly the same experience as, as you had. Um, but I make completely, well, you know my work, completely opposite work. I make this direct, uh, not sensual, journalistic work. Um, and this, and Did I you go to war? <laughs> no, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I had war. It should, it's, but it's... I had exactly the same reaction. It was this, 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 this teacher saying, oh, you're only registering. You come in and you just click, 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 and that's it. And I'm not doing that. And even if I was, tell me why it's wrong then. Mm. And, yeah. But I think, so I think it's, it's more because, sorry to say, because we are women and we're not taking seriously whether we make sensitive visuals, we're not taking se uh, seriously, whether we make sensitive visuals or the direct ones that are normally made by men. I, th I think for me it's more that than uh and also this idea that somebody else defines what you're doing right like it doesn't matter actually at the end of the day as long i don't know yeah yeah so whatever you make 
Love it. <laughs> Embrace. Amazing. Embrace your work. That Beautiful will be, art yeah. is amazing. Your art is amazing. It. It's like affirmation radio. <laughs> your art is amazing. I will Beautiful. I will not be criticized by photographers <laughs> who went to war. <laughs> We we also don't want to criticize yeah. the war. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but uh, I guess what you were also saying, Sophie, uh, unless you want to play a song now, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I thought you were... Uh, you, you can't see what she's doing when she's looking at her at her uh, laptop and I thought she was putting yeah, on a song. Yeah, because time is over and I was just like, but no, let me... End. Uh, yeah, no, because um, we were also discussing that um, uh, nowadays, or, or beautiful as attributed to... Um, Art made by men is make m- um, is awarded better than um, uh, uh, attributed to and recognized. No, maybe that yeah, awarded yeah. to probably. Yeah, I don't know. I I I I don't know if I wouldn't generalize this. I think it, it was just like in this Alex South case that mm-hmm. it makes me really uh, yeah, it makes me angry because he did exactly what was called girls' pictures. I would say, and then okay then it was fine when he was doing that <laughs> and that, I don't know, <laughs> pissed me off. But uh, I don't know um, about others. Okay. I mean, Leon is doing beautiful art, beautiful <laughs> designs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And mixing beautiful music. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, the, time is, uh, the, the time is over. We are ready. Um, yeah, we are ready talking for an hour. Oh wow. So we have a, a last song. Um, that Anya brought to us. Do you want to say something about this song? Uh, yeah, sure. Actually, this song, uh, I remember, helped me a little bit in 2017 when, when it went out, I think. Uh, because I was still, like, you know, in this, like, sick phase, like, really bad stage of anorexia. And this the, the lyric lyrics of the song really helped me, you know, to, like, gain sometimes this confidence. Like, after a time, whenever I was listening to it, I would cry. I'm not gonna cry today. <laughs> You're what allowed to. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. yeah. People are not seeing you. Oh, so. uh, uh, true. Even if they would, that would be fine as well. We'll make sure to record the sounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but talking about beauty, I think this song is just beautiful, you know, in the lyrics and like about being beautiful as well. <laughs> if it yeah. makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, let's listen to that. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you very much yeah. as well. Welcome. She just wants to be beautiful. She goes unnoticed. She knows no limits. She craves attention. She praises an image. She prays to be sculpted by the sculptor. Oh, she don't see the light that's shining deeper than the eyes can find it maybe we are made of blind so she tries to cover up her pain and cut her woes away cause cover girls don't cry after the face is made but there's a hope that's waiting for you
best dreams to be an envy so she's starving you know cover girls eat nothing she says beauty is pain and there's beauty in everything what's a little bit of hunger i can go a little while longer she fades away she don't see her perfect she don't understand she's worth it all that beauty goes deeper than the surface oh oh so to all the girls that's hurting let me be your mirror help you see a little 